Check, check, check. This is Timberwolves, the podcast. I love Ricky Rubio. He is my friend. Welcome to episode 35 of Wolves Cast, the show that doesn't mind receiving a Stranger Things gift for Christmas, despite never ever seeing the show. It's hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Tina Belcher. From Burger Time. What's it called? Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Good TV show. Actually, I'm more of a Gene Belcher myself. Neil, I'm surprised. You just admitted on the internet that you haven't seen Stranger Things. Do you know how uncool that's going to make you once this gets out? Oh, man. I haven't seen Stranger Things, but that didn't stop you from giving me some some pins. That's because I assumed you were cool, you know? I got to... My bad. Here's the thing. I don't love, like, suspense slash, like... Scary stuff. Horror... I know it's not really like a horror show, but uh, but yeah, I haven't gotten to Stranger Things yet. Should I watch it? You should. You should watch it. It'll be worth it. Um, before I got you the pins, if I hadn't got you those pins, uh, and for people <laughs> listening, it's of Eleven and Dustin. Okay. Um, the faces. Then I'd be like, well, maybe it's not for you, Neil, because it, it is a little bit scary at times. But uh, it's such a good show, and now that you have the pins, you you pretty much have to watch it. Yeah, you'll, I gotta, you'll enjoy it. I gotta check it out. It's on Netflix. It's definitely uh, not scarier than the way this Timberwolf season has been going so far. But you also you brought with today a late Christmas present. It's the Carl Anthony Towns like Seth MacFarlane uh, figure. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen check these, I'm out. sure you've probably seen a few of these. Is They're it really Seth detailed. MacFarlane or is it just MacFarlane? It's uh, Todd MacFarlane. Todd MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane creator is the of comedian. Spawn, and then he made all the Spawn yeah. action figures. And now they just have this huge like line of every year they do like NBA players. and like It's like it, ultra realistic. Yeah, it, it looks really good. Um, I always enjoy looking at them. I think the first one we got was that Kevin Love one. It was like on oh, sale after yeah. Love left. It was like, I don't know, $5 at the Timberwolves garage yeah. sale. And that one looks awesome. It's a really good one. And so uh, ever since I got that one, I've been picking them up. Except for the Ricky Rubio one doesn't look that good. Um, you'll remember that Kevin Love actually brought excuse me, brought the Ricky Rubio one with him to the NBA lottery that one year. Oh, yeah. Um, and so that was actually he was holding the McFarlane one, which is actually doesn't look that good. The rest of them look really good. You got me the Wiggins one in the past. Also yeah. looks great. Look at this face though. We got the love one right here. We got the love one and it looks the so good. The love and the and the towns one. They're here. I love how like if you look at a lot of the other ones of you know Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, they make all the players obviously all the yeah. good ones, yeah. and uh, they're all like dunking like cats like skying for a dunk here in his pose. So much so that he has like balanced on a metal rod, whereas Kevin Love is just like backing someone down on the post. He's, he's not. Gra- he's ground bound. Yeah, he's not flying through the air for a massive <laughs> dunk or anything. Yeah, so we got some cool Christmas presents. I hope you got some cool holiday gifts as well. We did the holiday gift guide in the last episode, though, so hopefully you got some of that cool stuff. Maybe you got a Tibbs mullet pin. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. I know a few people got them for Christmas. Yeah, hopefully you did. You and sent them out. If you're, you know, <laughs> there's still a couple days left in Hanukkah, and depending on when you listen to this, so yeah, uh, you never know. You can, you can, you need gifts for all eight days. That's right. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, um, everybody. Thanks for downloading uh, this episode of Wolves Cast. Today on the show, we're going to run through the week uh, that was uh, four games to get through. Um, also, we are going to uh, run through our wishes for 2017. It's a new year coming up uh, next week, so we have we have uh, we have some wishes uh, for 2017. Uh, we have a sponsor. We're going to get to some questions in mailbag, weekly Wolfies, and of course a game. Lots planned for you today on the show. 
let's get got, started. Let's get going on the games. Kind of a disappointing uh, week. Took three L's on the week. Only yeah. one win to show for it. Three um, L's, one dub. Uh, it started off uh, on Friday with the loss uh, here against Sacramento. Frustrating loss. Frustrating one. I um, felt that one getting away from us at the end, you know? Yeah, the Wolves were in it for most of the game. Boogie was just too much, though. Man, he really put his stamp on that game. I think he was coming off a 50-point game, so he didn't quite deliver that. But, man, he was uh, he was a beast down there. And that's that's something that's given the Wolves problems all year. Whenever there's a hulking behemoth uh, starting at center for the opposition, that yeah. tends to be a problem, and, and Boogie is just that. We just don't have anyone who can cover it. Gorgie is not doing good rim defense. That's right. I saw that uh, some his protection of uh, he's allowing like 51 percent or something i forget the exact percentage but it was between like jaleel okafor and yeah. some other bad big or enos Cantor is where his defense at the rim is so uh that's definitely not going to be adequate we don't really have anyone who can stop bigs especially muscle bound bigs and uh, i miss you nick nicola <laughs> we need you to push back you always guys. our <laughs> man he owned cousins he always owned cousins yeah, Cousins had, couldn't handle that weight. They had some good battles, but yeah, we don't have a you know two seventy five to three hundred pound guy to be able to bang down there with uh, with the likes of Cousins. That was a loss, but you know, I think uh, you know that game and uh, like the Denver game uh, from a couple days ago that we'll get to both. You know, situations where we got it to what I determined as a coin flip situation where you get it down to one or two possessions in the last couple seconds. Towns had two three pointers uh, that were so close, especially that second one going in. I mean, you were were essentially one shot away from winning that game. So uh, it does obviously suck to lose that game, especially there at the end. But on the other hand, they were in it, and it, it was it was close down the stretch, so that's kind of all you can hope for. How much do you care about wins or losses at this point? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like it's, it's nice to get a win just for some like validation. It feels good, but like to, when we lose, does it even bother you now? Because it's like you know, well, it's just another L on the ledger. We're another not going to make L, the playoffs. Another L. Yeah, I mean it is. You'd like to see them, you know, finally put it together. But yeah, at that point, it is a coin flip. It is once you get down to the last couple possessions, and it is within a couple points. Any of those teams can win. I totally subscribe to that theory. It's sort of like a modern sort of like analytics thing where it's like, you know, there's no clutch. It's sort of like the antithesis of clutch. There's no such thing as clutch. Really, it's these guys executing down the stretch. Sometimes the bucket's going to go in, sometimes not. And for the Wolves uh, against uh, the Kings on Friday... Those and couple shots at the end. And against the Nuggets. And that Nugget shot for Levine. That, yeah, so. we'll talk about that in a moment. But, um, last yeah. thing before we leave the Canes is uh, Rudy Gay. Um, does he ever remind you of Andrew Wiggins sometimes? Like, don't you, aren't you worried that like Wiggins' ceiling could ever tap out at like Rudy Gay level where he can just score and he's okay at defense and he ne- doesn't really, he's not like an all-star, I mean, you know? Gay is a maligned uh, NBA player at this point. Uh, he's gone through the ringer as far as, you know, People saying he's not a modern player. That and the kind way of that thing. the city of Toronto hates Rudy Gay, I know that's sacrilegious to yeah. say about Andrew Wiggins. I mean, we'd like Wiggins to be a lot more than Rudy Gay, but I think you can do worse uh, than maybe Wiggins. Like not not necessarily his basement, but maybe like what his average might be. If it's Rudy Gay, I mean, I guess. I mean, it, hey, well, we're going to lock him up for Rudy a lot Gay of money. Still to an be NBA starter, Gay. I think. So you that's know. just pessimistic. I just think about that sometimes. Uh, I see some similarities. Uh, the Christmas Day game, it happened. On Sunday against Oklahoma City, all the excitement, all the 
all the hype. I mean, the Wolves, you know, I think they sort of had a happy to be here type of situation Absolutely. going on. Absolutely. It's they not like they're a playoff team. I'm not, I'm not saying they necessarily, even though they got blown out, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying that that, that they, that they didn't try in the game or anything like that. I think they were up against an opponent in Oklahoma. I think they've lost nine of the last 10 in Oklahoma City, um, you know, who they just don't match up very well against. And right now, We've Russell. We've had a lot of close games, though, in Oklahoma. Yeah. Ricky yeah. Hit Ricky that had game the game winning. winner. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, but I just think Russell's such a tough opponent for the Wolves, especially. They're a much better team than us. Yeah. Uh, in, in so many different ways. Russell is just firing all cylinders. Crazy. NBA superstar. He's so good this year. And he he alone could have torn us apart. But this is a team that has more chemistry than we do, obviously. Yes. And those guys showed up ready to play. There's a few players that I thought on our team looked like they uh, were not ready. It almost felt like a early Sunday afternoon game, even though it started at a time that's normal for NBA players. Yeah. It, it felt like we brought PM. that kind of Sunday matinee energy into this game. Yeah, they played the first half tight. And then in the second half, I mean, Westbrook just sliced and diced us. It felt like... So many possessions in the row. He either scored or like assisted on a bucket. We were just falling over ourselves to pay all the attention in the world to Westbrook. And yeah. what I was saying is like we should have, and I don't know if this was the game plan or like whose fault this was, yeah. but just guard everyone else. Like what? Let what Russ let Westbrook yeah go for 60 let him go for 70 we'll, we'll yeah. probably beat him yeah don't let Adams but and Cantor get 20 we each. were like so focused on Russ at all times that we were routinely having backdoor cuts go behind us all these guys were running in from the corner Robson Andre Roberson man he was just getting all these crazy alley-oop dunks when he would just cut backdoor cut past Wiggins or whoever because everyone was just so focused on Russ and you see that as like it reminds me of someone when uh, you know Kobe went on the big assist streak everyone's like right. oh look at Kobe and it's because Kobe would just start to go up for a shot and then three players would go towards him because <laughs> they're like he's shooting he's shooting yeah, and then him. there's three open players that Kobe could then pass to yes. who were wide open and yes. that's what I kind of felt like this game was like it was just Russ and us overreacting to Russ and making it way too easy because we would leave guys wide open for him to just drop dimes to all day because we were so like over focused on trying to stop him and you're not going to stop him yes He's a, you know unstoppable force and uh uh i just think we if we just shut down everybody else and just like paid attention to them we would have had a better shot at winning that game would have been nice to have but that's a, a great a, team. a better showing on christmas uh but it was still fun to have the team playing that day kind of kind of ruined our mood and our like, family christmas that evening when the team lost kind of a new feeling being like oh it's cool to play on christmas but it's true lose, we were a, a little bummer. grouchy we were a little grouchy afterwards everyone's like let's play a game and we were like, like no <laughs> let's just go to bed is, uh, we got killed i don't want to play a game right now but uh we got the jersey especially looking. because we were having difficulty with the connection yeah Due Let's to the weather, it. we had to Due watch the weather it on the iPad in a, a dish. Yeah, man. Um, but Christmas jerseys, I thought they looked good on TV. I thought they looked better on the on the players than they did, like you know, on the NBA store or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know something about them. I think across the board, all the games, I thought the jerseys looked a lot better than they did um, on the web and stuff. They should have just gone black and white instead of green. Green. Because like I'm still not on board. I don't like the green. Yeah. I, I know it's a Christmas day black, color. Gray, maybe, green. maybe it could be a Christmas only thing. <laughs> I don't want the green, but. Uh, you know, I thought what I realized watching it is how badly I want them to have black sleeveless jerseys. Oh, yeah. They just look so good in the black sleeveless. I think there will be. Oh, man. We need, it. we need it back. That was my favorite. Uh, before they made uh, the sleeve jerseys, they had black sleeveless. Yeah. Such a good look. 
Okay, and then uh, Monday, the lone win of the week. Scott, we played Atlanta. A lot of fun. Swept them. A lot of fun, man. Atlanta, we got Atlanta's number. We were killing them. We got them. (laughs) I I, I wrote that this was our best game of the season. It was the only blowout win of the season. I looked back across all the games. I think we won another game by like 12 or something. It was the only blowout, true blowout game of the whole year. We just slaughtered them. First time. Dwight even came back and we killed him. So Dwight's usually, we were talking about how lucky we were to miss him because, uh, yeah. To put it, yeah, yeah, trill sap two or thirteen or something. Yeah, Ooh. not great. I but, like him though. But, but Howard uh, was good. Uh, Dwight was good. We were worried when uh, we said we caught a break when he didn't play when we were in Atlanta because yeah, like we said, big centers can sometimes outmuscle us. Yes. But uh, we we buried them. It was just one of those nights where everything was going. All in. the threes were flying, raining threes down on us. So much passing, it was beautiful. Tons of passing, getting open shots. Totally. We actually like. Played defense like we wanted to win. Hustle on D. game and just yeah. such, so much hustle on D. It was so much fun. Like I want to see that version of the Wolves play so much more often to see them like give a fuck on it, defense. You it know? was cool for it to be a, a win at home too. To right. see the home, you know, usually a lot of those exciting wins against Charlotte, against Chicago, Eastern Conference opponents mostly on the road. You well, know, all the all the stuff, all the excitement, all those exciting games happen on the road. So that was cool to get this big kind of exciting win. It's a chicken or an egg situation. Yeah, do we it? play bigger on the road because there's better crowds on the road and a better <laughs> you know arena experience? Yeah, so like, yeah. Towns is like, oh, I'm going to show all these fans. Yeah. Or is it that we you know don't have any? Uh, do we play like worse at home because it's so quiet? I don't know. That, I mean, that was a great win though. Lots of uh, lots of. I think Zach had forty in that game. Is that right, or was that uh, was that against Denver? We had forty. I think he had forty. No, against Denver. Uh, it wasn't. It was or, excuse, excuse me, against the Kings. Kings yeah, had forty. Yeah, forty. Um, we had lots of threes in the Atlanta game. Him, Towns, and Wiggins were were raining on those threes. Man, now that Towns, was, Wiggins, and Levine have all scored forty this season. That's crazy. That's awesome. Now, the Wolves moved to four and two on the second half of back to backs. Actually, I take it back what I said about the arena experience because the Hawks game looked kind of full. I was impressed. I was like. Like man, they're not known as a good home It was team. like a Monday, yeah, no, yeah, no, attendance wise. So I, I, I want to, you know, usually attendance is bad, but yeah. for that particular game, it looked good. All right, and then the other night uh, at at uh, at Denver at uh, Pepsi Center, Wolves uh, lose another close game. This is another one where they were in it till the very possession, last possession, um, you know, to get a chance at the end. Kind of a frantic ending. Kind of a crazy possession. Wilson Chandler gets that incredible block, and then Gary Harris throws who it. Who saves away. it? Is Gary Harris? Oh, threw he, it into yeah, the right. he saved it, and then yeah, which is smart because if he lets it go out, then the Wolves get it a sideline, yeah, yeah. Inbound, which with the way we handle inbounds, maybe that would have been better for them. But anyway, it looked like uh, deep three, looked like that mile high altitude kind of cut Might Zach have. Levine's uh, three pointer short. It's just a little short, and oh, you got to think that. Long, this, yeah, long three from him, but man, it almost went in. Yeah, just short. Yeah, just short. Looked online. That's that home court advantage for Denver, right Ooh. there. They they understand the altitude, and we are just running on fumes at the end there. Especially since like it just feels like the past couple of weeks we've been playing our big three forty minutes a game. <laughs> like yeah. there's like no bench at all. And I mean, the bench has been terrible this past week. Yep. Just terrible. Yeah, I but think at they the same nine time, points in this game. Like, and that's another the Wolves, like ninety. Like, another crazy. chicken and the egg thing, I guess, sure. because it's like. Yeah, the starters scored like 95 points or something in that Denver game or something absurd like that. And it was just – we're not getting anything from the bench. And so because they're not contributing anything, Tibbs isn't playing them. But they're never going to contribute anything unless Tibbs starts running them out there and lets them figure it out. We're so focused on cultivating the big three, which, sure, that's you know the smartest idea. That's yep. literally what Tibbs' number one goal this season probably was to figure out yep. how they develop, work together. And clearly he's playing a big three so many minutes together. But – it feels like it's coming at the detriment of everybody else on the team because 
I mean, Shabazz is just a wreck this season. And it, to the point where I wonder if the w- Timberwolves would have been smarter not giving Gorgie that extension because Gorgie hasn't had a good season either. And if you're just going to marginalize their role so that they can't get stats, yeah. so that's a good way of affording them on the cheap in the future. And, you know, like Shabazz has been probably the worst player on their team this year. Uh, Jokic, awesome to see. Oh, good to see so him good. play. He's an incredible player. Oh, Lots man. of great passes. Little little uh, junior Marcus Soul right there. He plays he's, he's defense like I want Towns to play defense. Like yeah. last year, Towns had that edge that Jokic has, and he doesn't have it this season quite yet. Because like Jokic, get the hype. Jokic, get the hype. No one talked about Jokic all summer. Everyone wanted to talk about Cat. Uh, I was talking about so, Jokic in the Olympics, man. Yeah, oh, I love Jokic. I love Jokic. Silver medalist. He is something really special. He's uh, just having a mammoth season and. Man, you got you, you got to wonder what it would take to get him away. I think he's like the number one. They can't trade him in Denver, right? He's the right. cornerstone they oh, build yeah. around. It's he's not Moutier or he's Gary guy. Harris or Jamal Murray or anyone. Yeah. It's, it's the joke. He's their unmovable. Oh, I love joking. Something I want to talk about is what something that Jim Peterson said during the broadcast that it was quote a very mature game from Carl Carl Anthony Towns, and I think this is something that you talk about like who cares if they win or lose. This is what I'm talking about as far as progression goes during the season. This is the type of stuff, win or lose this Denver game, that I think is interesting and makes this fun to follow that you really did see. This was the most blatant example of, of, of progression, really, in Carl Anthony Towns' season. Uh, frustration for getting doubled, tripled during the year. And then in that third quarter, dishing out to Ricky Rubio, dishing out to other guys to get those shots when he is doubled. Yeah, they didn't lose. they didn't win the game. But I just thought it was interesting and kind of a microcosm of the season so far to kind of kind of see how he is evolving and to see how he can adjust to these to these double teams. Yeah, hopefully he sticks with it. I don't want him to be like, man, I lost and I didn't get that many points. Why would no. I even like do that? You, you got know? a triple double. You got a triple double. <laughs> uh, so I mean, First ever. it is a great sign from Towns, and yeah. I also think that like. I mean, defenses will probably react in the same way where they'll be willing to double-team Towns and leave Ricky wide open. But I think Ricky will do better than one from seven from three-point range. Yeah. I think Ricky is, at the very worst, probably in the 30, low 30s on three-point percentage. Right. Just true, like, skill. And I think a little time, a little practice, especially, like, last year he shot, like, I don't know, what was it, like, 45% from the corners? And this mm. year he's shooting, like, 29% from the corners? Yeah. Like, that's going to course correct. If he can shoot, like, high 30s from the corners, then he'll hit enough of those for it to be worth it. It didn't really work out uh, here, obviously. But I know – I'm not saying Ricky's a good shooter because we all know that's not true. But he's a better shooter than he's been so far this yeah. season, at least from three. Totally. Um, cool. That was the games this week. That was um – yeah, it would have been nice to get one of those Sacramento or Denver games man, for sure. But uh, the Nuggets are such a mess design wise, man. They got—I don't like that navy blue baseline. Mm. They were wearing the banana uniforms. <laughs> and just, the banana suit. I don't, I don't really like. I don't like the baby blue and gold. I don't know. Maybe it's just, just some personal stuff. But. Okay, so last week we talked about Christmas and we had some wishes for Santa, but that was really more based upon like roster moves that we would potentially like to see. Um, last year on our show, at that time it was called Timberwolves, a podcast. We did a segment like wishes for the new year. Man, we were such a better podcast when we were Wh- named Timberwolves, the podcast. Wishes- I missed the old podcast. <laughs> wishes for 2016 last year. Some of our wishes, new scoreboard. Check. Chris- Christmas Day game. Check. Uh, an offensive system. Check. Uh, Canadian, it's not a great one, but Canadian check. national team qualifying for Rio Olympics. Nope, that's. But I'm happy Wiggins didn't play. It's okay. Uh, courtside seats for yours truly. Oh man, come on! Uh, 
you all need to start reviewing and sharing the show because we are not anywhere near famous we're enough to get t- courtside t- t- hookups. We're not even we're not even like famous <laughs> enough to get like lower bowl tickets or like upper bowl tickets for that matter. So uh, we need you. And our last our last uh, wish was uh, Minneapolis hip hop artist to name check Wiggins and Towns more often. I didn't really hear. Any. I don't know. I, I I honestly haven't heard many of the songs, so it could be it could be happening. Could be out there. We could be getting the drops all the time. But I'm we getting my them. top eighty nine local albums list ready to drop on the current website. What are some of these and other ones, Scott? Oh, sorry. Yep. And what I was going to say You're is, getting your albums I together. noticed that a lot of the, some of the best uh, local music, especially from the hip hop community, I've been missing out on. Okay. Because they're not on like title or streaming yeah. services, so you got to really go to Bandcamp and SoundCloud, and, and yeah. it's a little bit more work. But maybe, so maybe if you, maybe the listener you know? out there, you you know of a song, they drop a Timberwolves player name. Let us know. Let us know about that. It'll probably be Drake um, dropping Andrew Wiggins' name. Scott, any other wishes from last year that you want to talk about? We had some that we didn't get to in the show last year. We predicted one of our wishes was rookie of the year to a healthy cat because we were going to say health was the only thing that was going to stop him. That's true. He was healthy. He did it. So, I mean, those ones are good still. Um, Crunch didn't come to my birthday party. Ah, sad. That's too bad. Um, Okay, so we want to talk about wishes for 2017. Yes. We want to get to a couple of these. We actually had really good accuracy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We were pretty accurate with what we wanted. First one, we want to wish for good players off the bench. The Timberwolves bench uh, squad has been one of the worst in the league. Uh, like we talked about, Shabazz, uh, Bielitsa, Cole Aldridge, Adrian Chris Nunn, Chris Adrian Dunn. Payne. All these guys really Tyus can't even get minutes. Rush was supposed to be good. He He's nowhere to be found. So... We gotta have some more guys in here who can fill in, so we don't, so Tibbs doesn't have to play Wiggins and Levine forty minutes a night. Yeah, um, that's basically amen. what it comes down amen. to. Amen. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. What and else? Who is it going to come from? I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll want see. It. Uh, my first thing is I want the target center improvements. All right, to that's continue. Happening. Yeah, that's there's a lot of construction, and I'm not sure exactly what the end result's going to be, but I want it to be dope. You know, yeah. I want it to be something that gets me excited about coming to the games. Yeah, exactly. Let's get let's get some of that going on. I mean, you, something's happening over there. I mean, the links have to be playing. Or they're playing in Excel next year, <laughs> so they're summer. really going to go hard over the summer. So I'm hoping by like this time next year, we're still not dodging construction at the target center. I want it to be done. Yeah, this is 2017, so so this is this is the whole year. This could be end of the this. Yeah, Wolf it's a calendar. Squad. Or into the fall, the beginning of next year's Wolf Squad. So, you know, take it as you will. Uh, my next one, KG Jersey retirement. I hope that happens um, either at the end of this year, probably more likely for next fall. I'm, um, but I'm, thinking, I, I'm hoping that happens. I think it'll happen. I don't think KG is going to commit to being retired that soon. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a, like a Ray He's Allen on thing. TV. You know, like it was only until like this season that Ray Allen was like, you guys know I retired, right? And we're yeah. like, yeah, Ray, we know. But there's always that rumor year after year. And so, you know, you can't retire the jersey until you're sure he's not coming back. Okay. And so I don't think KG's going to have that peace of mind yet. Yeah, totally. You're right. Of course, he, I would have him back on this team. We, sure. need, we need someone to communicate on defense. He's got to show the young pups the way. Yep. Get Charnadale out of here. Um, all right. My next one is I'm hoping that we'll get some new jerseys or a new logo. Yeah. Seems like a good time to roll it out. New arena. The rebrand. Then, and you know what's been coming? It, you know, they've been working on There's been rumblings. We've been talking about it on the Everyone's show Everyone's hinting so. at it. Media members, people saying it's going down. More info coming soon. I expect to hear about it sometime in the spring and then see it over the sum, summer and into the early part of next mm. season. Give me that team. Give me that Milwaukee Bucks refresh, you know? And you're and you're saying you want some black jerseys without sleeves. Mm, yep, we'll exactly. We'll I've got a lot of I've got a lot of strong opinions about this, Neil. I also don't want green. I want purple in our colorway. In uh, 2017, I want Carl uh, Anthony Towns to quote figure it out, and by that I mean 
I don't know. I feel a lot of sort of youthful exuberance from him, which is good on one hand, but on the other hand, he seems to talk a big game. But and and, and and that's great. He wants to be the leader. He wants to be the number one. He wants to be the alpha. But he's got to know and learn that there are certain smaller things, namely defense, uh, that go into that. It doesn't mean just scoring a bunch of points and talking a big game and being the franchise face. He's got to figure it out by learning on the job, really. I think that's what's happening now. And this uh, isn't just for Towns. This could uh, Same advice could apply to Wiggins and yeah, Levine at the same true, time. True, true. I think what they need to learn is the secret. Which, if you remember from Bill Simmons' the book, book of, of basketball, basketball, the Isaiah Thomas told him the secret, which is it's not about basketball. You got it all. Got to learn that. That disease of more. You know, everyone needs, like, Towns has to figure out how to balance wanting to be seen as this superstar making highlight plays and putting up crazy stats with also realizing that he needs to maybe, you know, save some energy on offense so he can play more energy on defense. So Absolutely. he's got to figure out that secret that you have to, you know, sublimate the ego go yeah. past you yeah. know and go for the good of the team we haven't figured that out we're still you know all rooting for ourselves at this point yeah totally scott what's your last wish for 2017 well this goes with the rebrand i guess where i've got a lot of talk about it because it was uh, target yeah. center and logos jerseys yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what i'm talking about yeah. let's drop the word timber from timberwolves right it it's- is confusing most people um, outside of minnesota or maybe even inside of minnesota you know shorten the team as being the t-wolves we know yeah, that from Jim really- Peterson as being incorrect you're not supposed to say t-wolves yeah and there's lots of weird style usage uh i prefer this Capital T, then lowercase wolves right there. Oh, yeah. But I've seen people do the T hyphen wolves. Not cool. I've seen the uh, capital T, capital W wolves. <laughs> it's weird. And, uh, you know, people don't even like saying the whole name. It sounds weird. I know that it's like Minnesota is a long word, so you kind of want to counterbalance it, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, they have like the equal number of characters. You know what's cool? Minnesota Wild, Minnesota Twins. You don't quick, need. You, one quick. syllable. And we already have wolves on the front of the jerseys. Let's just, You're right. Let's just make it simple and drop the the. You know, it's I think like that might happen. I think we might see that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Let's just get be official about it. It's it's always silly. You hear other players talk about it too when they're referring to the wolves. They're like sometimes they're weird about their usage of it. Like, like maybe like the Sonics is like the only thing I think of where like they had a similar thing. Like they were called the Supersonics, but their jersey always said Sonics. Yeah, no one ever called super them Sonics. Is, yeah. Super is a cool prefix. Timber super. is not super. Um, awesome. Those are our wishes for 2017, the new year. Make them happen. It's our last show of 2016, so those are those are our wishes for 2017, you guys. Ooh. All right, time to get to our sponsor. Time to get paid. Right now, sponsor time, you guys. Time to make that cash. Neil, Wait. did you see what the Milwaukee Bucks are doing? I did. They had a really cool. They have a really cool uh, ticket promotion. I right. would say. It's called the 10 Win Super Pass. Okay. What happens uh, with the 10 Win Super Pass? How does it work? You you pay up front $150, and you don't get tickets to 10 games. No, you get to go to as many games as you'd like until you see them win 10 games. Wow. 10 home wins for the Bucks included in this $150 ticket. One ticket gets you to all these games until they win 10. And this is one of those things where like you buy the large popcorn at the movie theater cuz you're like I want that free refill <laughs> and then you get like really full of popcorn like halfway through and you never use that you free refill back, you probably yeah. shouldn't have bought a large. That's exactly what they're getting people to do. People are going to be like this is a great deal. I'll go to so many of them, but then they'll be tired at night or it'll be bad weather and right. so people won't show up to that many games. So it's smart, but it's also like really fun. I it's, like it. It's a really cool idea uh, if you live in the Milwaukee area. I suggest you check that out and uh, today's show is sponsored by the Timberwolves version of this. The Timberwolves response to this. They've seen this. They thought it was also a good idea. 
So um, Introducing. We're proud to introduce yeah, on they the want, podcast. We're the first to debut this news of the Timberwolves Sabermetric Savings Super Pass. That's right. They wanted us to tell you all about this new deal you can get from them. It's also $149. It gets you a ticket to every game until the Wolves rank 15th or better in defensive efficiency. That might sound a little random, but as a baseball fan, I can tell you wins and losses are such a bad measure of success. Yeah. You know, that doesn't really tell you the truth. Yeah. You need the analytics to really know how you're doing. You know, sometimes you can play slow and you could be a bad defense, but your team won't, the other team won't <laughs> score, you know, like 120 points because you're playing so slow. You got to adjust for pace. That's, That's right. Where you take the defense efficiency, you would do it per 100 possessions. You know, and we all know the Wolves, you know, they got lots of problems right now, but their biggest is their defense. And so this is where the team needs to improve the most. Once they get up towards the middle of the league in defense, then we'll know until we're, the, until the we're average on defense you can come to as many games as you want that's right so make sure you check out the Wolves Sabermetric Saving Super Pass Timberwolves.com $149 this is an amazing amazing deal you guys check also, out the team this does carry over between seasons oh. so if they're not average this season it could take years you come, know come on back next November that's what I'm saying <laughs> if we never get good at defense you're never paying for another game oh, I love it thank you to the Timberwolves for their support of Wolves cast. Scott, yeah. onward to mailbag. Instead of getting paid, we should just ask the Timberwolves to give us those courtside tickets. All right. <laughs> You're right. We should. Come on, Timberwolves. It's a mailbag. 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 Letters on letters like the alphabet, yo. This segment's called Mailbag. So if you got a question about the Wolves, let us know. There's a good chance that we'll read it on the show. Yeah, send us your letters. Send us your messages. Send us your carrier pigeons. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Wow. Look at this big bag of mail we have. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. Last time we had mailbag, I was not here. I question your your theory of printing them all out and then putting them in envelopes so it looks like they came in the mail instead of through email. But whatever makes you feel like you can do the best show possible, Neil, I Listen, approve of. I just like paper cuts is all. Uh, it does let you know that <laughs> the mail is real. I'm real. I'm a real boy. And as always, these are all real. These are all real. Okay. Of course. First question uh, goes like this. Also, if you want to ask us a question, at Wolvescast. Follow at, us at Twitter. That's right. Go to Wolvescast.com. You can send us an email. Mm, so many ways to get us your question. First question uh, is about TV. It says, uh, Kevin Garnett has a new segment on Inside the NBA called Area 21. Which guests would you like to see in Area 21? Mm. So every week, KG has a new guest. Last I week, it. I think it was Big Baby. He's had former teammates. He's had should have had Maya. Uh, he had thing. Candace Parker. Should have had Maya. Should have had Maya. You never know. Someday he'll get to that. But uh, this week uh, is Kevin McHale. Um, he's had Sheed on a couple times. He's at Sheed. Yeah, he more, has good chemistry. With mostly Sheed. other players, but yeah, he's at Chris C Webb. It's been great. The inside crew throws to him to the two of them. And she they told riff. a good story about like the one time he wore a suit. KG saw him <laughs> and ripped on him super hard in front of <laughs> yeah. everybody and in front of the press. Uh, that's good. So who do we want to see? Who do we think would be good on the area twenty one? Scott, you want to start us out? I do, as always, and I've. 
you've been following the pod, you've heard me bring his name up several times. Bill Walton, one oh. of my favorite people in the world. I just like to see Sage. his dynamics with anybody. And I think, you know, obviously, him being a champion for the Celtics, yep. KG being a champion for the Celtics, they're mm. already going to have that camaraderie and that right. brotherhood. And I could just listen to Bill Walton talk forever. What an inspirational man. I think uh, it'd be fun to see him with uh, former Wolves teammate Sam Cassell. Mm. That'd be a good one. Sam Cassell, you know, I feel like is a good talker. Don't start running his mouth. He's uh he's on the bench right now. Is he um is he with Doc in 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 with the Clippers? Mm. I think he might be. He's an assistant coach somewhere, or maybe he's in Washington. I can't remember. But yeah, Sam Cassell's been bouncing around the league, uh, assistant coaching for folks and stuff. So they might have to have the hand uh, on the cuss button the whole time for that yeah. segment, though. <laughs> might be hard to get uh, current assistant coach Sam Cassell want, in there. I want somebody to talk to Sam Cassell about the legacy of the big balls dance. Yes, the, the big balls dance. Break it down, Sam Cassell. Finally telling us where that all came from, the big balls. All right. I think also we could see Glenn Taylor. Wouldn't that be awkward? <laughs> I would like it. Get an NBA owner in there. There's not a lot of love between the two of them. I feel like it's kind of an awkward thing because, you know, there was bad blood when KG got traded away and Glenn made some comments in the press. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, KG parted with us also on kind of uneven grounds this year because Glenn Taylor fired Sam Mitchell. I think a couple other people that would be good who are regular courtside Wolves slash Lynx uh, viewers would be Jimmy Jam from KG's era and then Jesse Ventura. Uh, he also he goes in most of the Lynx games, but some some notable Minnesotans that uh, KG has probably has a cool relationship with. One of my favorite things I've read about Garnett this year is the undefeated did a interview with Jimmy Jam about yeah. Kevin Garnett. Yeah. And go read that because there's a lot of great personal stories. So good. Brother-in-law, Kevin Garnett. That's right. So, uh, yeah, that kind of chemistry, man. That would just be like watching them have dinner together because they're so close friends. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's try something new with this, Neil. Okay. Uh, I take this as inspiration from trivia at Darby's <laughs> where you can come see me and other listeners of the Wolves podcast every single week at 7. No, not 7. 6 p.m. Tuesdays. Darby's Pub and Grill every Tuesday. Yep. There's a basketball point I give to podcast listeners. Come so, on over to Darby's, you guys. And we do a lightning round. It oh, goes a little faster. The questions quick, are faster quick, and quick, the quick. answers are shorter, okay? okay? Okay, okay. So let's just fire through this, Neil. Okay, okay. Have you seen a delay of game free throw this year? I saw one. It was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, that kind of delay a game. That's not what I meant. Interesting. Oh, I thought you meant a free throw one. Oh, no. He deserved that one. <laughs> We've already long- ruined this lightning round. <laughs> it took longer than 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. He takes forever. What do you mean? Delay? I meant, like, you know, you, you get the warning, the delay of game warning when you touch uh, the ball when it comes to the net. No, I've seen I a lot of warnings. I've never seen a free throw, though, this season. Yeah, they just gave you the warning, and that's it. Yeah, don't touch it when it comes out of the hoop. Uh, Scott, next question. If you could make a Timberwolves bobblehead, who would you make? David Kahn, no doubt. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a good one. I would make a Shane Heal. He was uh, an Australian dude who was on the team. When we first started going to games, he was just a marksman, just an outside shooter, and I, for some reason, I really liked him. Great name, too. Heal? Shane Heal. <laughs> look, look, it would look great on a bobblehead. Yeah, yeah. Neil, what team would you most like to see Ricky end up on if he doesn't continue with the Wolves? I'm going to go with Miami Heat. I want to trade him to the Eastern Conference, and I want him to be in a city that will enjoy his uh, his, uh, his his background. He, his Spanish background. He, he seems like he'd be very happy in the sun and on be the happy. beach. Yeah, I want to be happy. I could see that. I would go with the Spurs. Ah, yes. They've got that international Avengers, the Justice League of the NBA. Well, uh, and he, he's a tricky player to figure out how to work in your scheme, but if anyone can do it, it's the Spurs. I, that's just it. I think he would like being there. All right, next question. Lightning round. If they made a new NBA Jam game, would you play as Zach Levine and Carl Anthony Towns or Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns? 
I go with Levine and Towns. You got to max out that three-point stat. That's the only way I play NBA Jam. Just shoot up threes, shoot up threes. You know, that's good. I would just uh, go with Wiggins and Towns because I feel like they Wiggins would be able to steal the ball better and like to get up there on defense and snatch the ball away. But I as do, we all I know, do enjoy stealing the ball. As we NBA all know, Jam. in NBA Jam, doesn't matter. Yeah. Rubber band AI. Oh, You're not going to get gonna too be far. Close game, no matter <laughs> what. Get too far away. <laughs> all right, Neil. What's your favorite Thibodeau sideline barking? Get him. Get him. Classic. So you hear you hear it so often. He it's does so it with picks. He does it. I mean, uh, uh, you know, a change on that would be get it. You know, which yeah. is get the rebound or whatever. Like get it. My favorite one that I've been hearing a lot more lately. You just hear him go walk. <laughs> like he holds rest. out the A to the rest. He holds out the A and walks one walk. Long walk. You almost forget what he's saying at the beginning of it. You know, it's just it's great. I can imagine him at a baseball game just being like walk. <laughs> Uh, okay, last question, lightning round. Uh, why don't you love me? It's getting weird. Uh, for me, it's because you always leave the toilet seat up. Thanks for the lightning round, everybody. Add that sound effect. That's just me with the sound effect. No, that's a cool. Wait. That's a, that's a that's a cool one. I like we, that we one. We haven't even done a single audio drop. I'm Ricky Rubio. I'm not like anybody else. Yeah. Oh, well, that one I didn't play. Uh, the one I've been wanting here is this one. Yes, oogly, indeed. Oogly, oogly, baby. And with that, it's time for Weekly Wolfies. Now presenting your Weekly Wolfie. Weekly Wolfie is the segment where we shout out something or someone or some... It's really anything we need. Some happening. <laughs> it, it's us awarding Awarding a thing, good or bad. For whatever. We're pointing it out to you because you should know about this. Um, I'm going to start it off for us, Scott. Today, I give uh, a weekly wolfie to Steve McPherson. That's Ooh. right. You know him from Twitter as, uh, how would you pronounce his Twitter handle? Steve Steve Venturous? Yeah, Steve Venturous. Steve Venturous, like Adventurous. Great follow. Steve McPherson. Great writer. Writes for ESPN, also has a podcast for ESPN 1500. Um Miss you at basketball. That's right. We used to play some pickup with him. Maybe we'll have him on the show someday. Anyway, I really have been enjoying his Feelings Aren't Numbers column on 1500 ESPN's website. It's, a, I believe, a weekly column. Um, it's been really good recently. This year, he, this, uh, excuse me, this week, he had a great one called Tom Thibodeau's AP Curriculum. And just, just really good about some comments that Thibodeau made about how he's thinking about the defense and the um, growth of these guys this year. Two weeks ago, he had a great one called Style Usage and the Grammar of Basketball. And I guess there's a theme here. Maybe I just like that Steve is a former educator, sort of bringing these types of themes into um, his writing. He's he's kind of you know comparing um, NBA basketball to the world of education, and he just does a great job. It's just so much more than game recaps and what happened on the court. He kind of has a higher level about it, and he he I just I just love the way he he uh, you know molds these into amazing columns. I couldn't agree more. I think that what he does something really well that uh, gets overdone sometimes on the internet and to a lesser effect, which is like some people are like. 
okay, if uh, the NBA is breaking bad characters, how, which yep. team would be which character <laughs> or something like that, where you see that happen, that's like such, uh, there's so many of those kind of pieces out there, but like his writing is coherent and makes it work whenever he does something like that. So I can't wait to read this because like he will pick a theme and really have it work and, and speak to some greater truth than a lot of these that are just like A equals A or, you know, whatever. Exactly. Scott, who's uh, who gets your weekly Wolfie this week? Shout out to my tattooed hero, burly mountain man, Nikola Pekovic. <laughs> I feel you, buddy. There was an interview on Eurohoop, I believe it was, yep. lately, where Pekovic has said that he's probably not going to play again. Uh, he said that he can't not run without feeling pain, which, one, welcome to the club, Peck. Everybody feels pain when they run. <laughs> Everyone hates running, okay? Uh, uh, but also, welcome to the club, because my ankle is so bad, I'm going to have to miss basketball uh, this weekend. Uh, uh. So now I understand. I feel it too acutely. Every step I take, I can feel that little bit of throbbing, and I can't imagine what it must be like for Pekovic to probably feel that all this the time. It's like the first time we've heard it from him, sort of admitting it. You know, it's kind of something we've all all known. You know, like Peck is kind of done. Yeah, um, but and it's, so it's, it's, it's definitely meaningful to hear from him. And I, I just I love you, big guy. I miss you, and we could use you. And uh, never forget Nikola Pekovic. Well, always remember those days with uh, with love and fondness, Ricky and, and Peck and what could have been. Mm-hmm. In those days, so the Blues uh, Brothers, the Bruise Brothers, the Bruise, the Bruise Bros. But yes, Peck. Uh, we could use a guy like Nikola. Probably a rap, a rap on Peck's career. The Wolves. He will get his full salary, no matter what happens with but, his medical. Um, but hopefully, the Wolves will be cleared from uh, having that be a cap hit for them. He, I think he needs to play twenty five games this season for them not to like be able to it's just like. No. Yeah, he's obviously not playing. He yeah. can't run, and so. <laughs> Uh, this offseason will still pay him, obviously, the rest of his contract, but it won't cost uh, us against the cap. Which you get nice. all those all those millions. You got to pay Andrew and Levine here pretty quick. <laughs> That's right. Open the piggy banks. Uh, hey, shouts to the new CBA, by the way, for giving us uh, ratified. I mean, it's really good for Minnesota because not only yeah. can we offer max contracts, the five year max to both. Wiggins and Towns, we could also, there's just all kinds of stuff that incentivizes a team That's right. keeping their guys. It's and great for small markets who have players who might not want to play here necessarily going forward, but I think that's like, now. it's always fun to talk. In, you know, yep. trades, especially as we get to the trade deadline. Yep. But I think that's the thing to remember about people who are suggesting trading one of the big three for some outside star is that it'd be much harder for us to, if we get like a John Wall or a Boogie Cousins or any kind of outside star, it'd be much harder for us to retain them in the future because the rights don't carry over in the way they used yeah. to. There's a lot more weight to being the team that kind of drafted you. And so we could, you know, have a strong argument for giving these big three like good contracts to keep them to stay. Like they would yeah. be stupid almost to leave because of how much more money they can make here. So that's right. You don't want to give up that leverage necessarily so easily. Yeah, it's great for our current situation with our three young studs. Yeah, I'm sick of them fleeing. Now they're ours. They're ours. Keep them. They're ours forever. All right, you Scott, you ready to play a game? Oh, am I ever? Are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's get the let's get the let's get the quiz music going. Mumble jumble. Love me some banjo. What a good game. All right, Neil. Yep. You and I. Depending on when you listen to this, everybody. We're recording this Thursday. Yes. You're listening to it hopefully on Friday. Indeed. Perhaps before the Bucks game. As soon as you can listen. You and I are going to the Bucks game tomorrow. Oh, it'll be so fun. Get to see Simeone. You can see Giannis. Jabari. See Parker. And most importantly, be easy. Super cool bees. <laughs> I'm playing off the bench. It's not even like, a, you know, if someone's injured. No, he's in. 
He's in there. On he's in the ten man rotation. I was trying to find an old Beezy article tonight, and I was searching through my inbox and doing Google <laughs> searches to find it. And in the process, saw so many other funny little stories, just like G chats we used to have. Like one of them was, "Hey, Neil." Do you notice last night, you know, at the end of the game, Beasley hit this clutch shot and it's like <laughs> game like winning time, you know, so like last couple minutes. Yeah. And Beasley like acts like he got hurt because he like sold a foul. And then so he's laying on the ground with his eyes closed, acting dead until the Timberwolves players come over to help him out. And then he reaches the arms up. But instead of like pulling to get up, he lets his body go limp and has them like pull him around the court a little bit. With, like just in the most important moment of the game. OBs. I miss that guy. OBs. So, we love you. Him. We love you. Excited to see you. We're going to have a quick Michael Beasley quiz now. Okay. Based on uh, almost entirely on facts that I learned from the WCCO for fun facts about Michael Beasley. It's such a good article. <laughs> from way back or from way recently? Back. That's okay. what I had to find. I'll tweet okay. it out. I'll tweet okay. it out. Okay. It's okay. my favorite. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Uh, here we go. Neil, what is you know Michael Beasley in town tomorrow? Probably yep. wants to go visit some of his old haunts that he knows around <laughs> Minneapolis. Maybe pre- see his favorite restaurant. Yeah. What is Michael Beasley's... I've, it's multiple choice. What is Michael Beasley's favorite Twin Cities restaurant? Okay. Is it A, Fogo de Chao? Is it B, Crave? Is it C, Murray's Steakhouse, or is it D, McDonald's? Mmm. Ooh. Someone's pulling me towards McDonald's, but nah, I'm going to say Fogo de Chao. He likes that meat. It's all about the Mickey D's. Oh, I should have gone My favorite gut. restaurant in the Twin Cities is McDonald's. <laughs> Whatever. So, that was a terrible, a terrible answer. <laughs> right. He doesn't even list a, he lists a chain. Then, in that same answer, I guess Fogo's a chain. Beasley also says what he gets every time he goes to McDonald's. Okay. I'm going to give you four choices. You have to tell me which is not on his menu Skittles. list. Skittles. Every single time he goes to McDonald's, okay? Tell me which of these does he not get. Okay. A, two cheeseburgers and two large fries. B, two snack wraps with no sauce. C, two McChickens with extra sauce. And D, two apple pies and a large milkshake. Beasley ain't messing with no snack wrap. Oh, that is not it. Nah, it's the McChickens. Oh, McChickens. Also left out, he also gets two filet of fish with extra tartar sauce for some reason. Wow. So he, he's rolling in. He's getting two cheeseburgers, two large fries, two snack wraps, two filet of fish two apple pies, and a large milkshake. Spending $8 total. Yeah, that's the, that's the beauty. That's why it's his favorite <laughs> restaurant in the Twin Cities. Oh, boy. I'm not doing well right now. Okay, maybe this next one will be for me. I think you'll get this one. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's the one that's not multiple choice. It's just a question. Who does Michael Beasley always play as when he plays NBA 2K? Okay, so I just got to pick anybody. Yeah. Uh, well, the, I mean, the best answer is probably himself. So I'll say Michael Beasley. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In his answer, he said, one, I love this line. My favorite thing from my childhood is video games. Me too, Mike. Uh, that's my favorite <laughs> thing too. He says, I play NBA 2K11 now. I play with Minnesota Timberwolves and I shoot every shot with myself. So that's my favorite thing to do. I'm averaging right now 47.3 points and 15 rebounds. I'm actually better than Kevin Love in rebounding in video games. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> I miss uh, you, Beasley. All right, two more questions. All right. Neil, multiple choice. Michael Beasley says that one weird thing about him is A, his hairstyles. B, that he doesn't know how to sled. C, that he always loses his left sock. Or D, his love for country music. Now that left sock is just strange enough for Beasley. I'm yeah. going to go with C, left sock. He said every day when he gets home from practice or a game or whatever, <laughs> and somehow my left sock always seems to get off my foot, and I end up walking around with one sock on. That's something I've got to work on or be fixing, I guess, because it's, it's just weird, I guess. It's just really weird, was his answer. Uh, that's super funny. All right, one more, one more, one more. This is the bonus question. What did Beasley say he did one time on purpose just to see how it felt? <laughs> 
Oh, just anything. Yeah. There's no multiple questions. No multiple questions. Um, what was the question again? What did Beasley say that he did one time on purpose just to see how it felt? Um, shot a free throw right-handed. One time, I had an awkward moment on purpose, you know, just to see how it feels like. I slipped getting out of my car at a big event. I got out of the car and fell face first into the street. A lot of cameras were on me. I was pretty embarrassed. I did it on purpose, though. <laughs> of course. I love Michael Beasley. Of course you do, I'm Beasley. so excited to see him tomorrow night. Um, wow. You gotta believe I'm always gonna go. I wanna, one day when I have more money, or when they get cheap enough, I'm gonna own every Michael Beasley jersey. All the jerseys? The Heat, the, the Rockets. Suns. China. Suns? Suns. Number zero the, on the Suns. Forgot about that throwback Suns. I got that Bucks one. And yeah, he was an MVP in the China League last year, in Chinese League. Wow. Was the MVP of the All-Star Game when he scored 59 points in the All-Star Game? Chinese. Chinese. All-Star Game. Oh, man. Good times. Beasley quiz questions. I could tell stories for days. Hope you guys get to check out Beasley when he comes to town. We'll be there. Still in the league, you guys. Michael Beasley. Good times. Yeah, we'll be be in attendance if you're listening to this before that show. Just in the league in an NBA rotation. (sighs) He's in. Getting minutes. Playing well. Playing well for above 500 team. That's dope. Um, Good times, everybody. Thanks for listening to our show. That's going to do it for us. We appreciate you listening as usual. It is our final show for 2016, but we'll be back next week with a 2017 show. Everything's going to turn around 2017. Oh, yeah. You'll see it. It was just a bad Instantly better. We're going to be playing above 500 basketball for the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, we might lose you know, tomorrow against the Bucks because it's still 2016, but starting Saturday. Yeah. Or Sunday, excuse me. (laughs) Sunday against uh, whoever's here on Sunday. Wow. It's a wrap on the year. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy thing about. Good riddance. It was a good Um, year. Yeah. It was a bad year, actually. I don't know what I'm saying. We both had good years. We both got married. It's all right. We had a good 2016 for for some some of it. Yeah. There there (laughs) were moments. Just like Michael Beasley's time with the Timberwolves. There were were moments. Yeah. But we're looking up up and onward for uh, 2017. It's going to be a good time. It's uh, going to be all right. I want to uh, give a shout out to the wife. It's going to be our one year anniversary this, all right. uh, this Sunday. Scott got married on January 1st. So. And Neil got married on September 11th. Yeah. We're both, you know. Memorable days. We got, we got an eye for dates. <laughs> easily um, easily memorable days. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> this all about. Uh, shout out to the lady. Uh, <laughs> and she likes when I give shout outs. Yeah, I, good always, I like to do it at the end, so she has to stick around to the very end. got to get to the end. Yeah, That's the thing. The carrot, minute, carrot on the stick. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Neil, you have any shout-outs? Nope, no shout-outs for me this week. Uh, we're just we're just chilling, doing the shows, hanging out, excited to uh, keep it going, excited to see the Wolves get some wins, and uh, thank you for the Christmas gift. We got the, we got the cat, you know, uh, you know, McFarlane. What'd you call it? Uh, Todd, 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 Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane, action, action figure, looking good. We'll get a picture of that up on the Instagram account. You have to you have to go over the Instagram account to check it out, though. What's the what's our name on it? At Instagram. Wolves Cast Pod. At Wolves Cast Pod. You gotta pod. remember the pod on there. Wolves Cast everywhere else. Also, you gotta remember the pod it, on Instagram. You, you know who has that Wolves Cast name? I know on you're out. Get there. at us. I it's know just you're an listening. Empty name. It's a, not even me. You're out there listening and, and laughing to yourself maniacally because you're Benz. holding out on us. Yeah, it's Benzie. Benzie, where are you at? Come on, man. Uh, good times. We'll be back uh, next week with another show. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. Right. It's only right that I have my teacher here. My sensei. You know? The one that taught me everything. Right. Ugh. The one, the only, the master of the post himself. Every 21. I'm KG. I had to. I had, I had to. My sensei. Kevin McHale, my dog. I was good. How you doing, man?